the height of the Taliban's rule in Afghanistan, a burqa-clad woman was executed in Kabul's main football stadium. The world is full of extraordinary people, and we have an extraordinary woman in the studio with us this morning. Uh, Rahila is her name, and the best way to describe you is a survivor of the Taliban. Yes, it is. (laughs) Mate, you were born in Afghanistan? Yes, I was born in Uruzgan province of Afghanistan, a place that is just described horrific. Can you tell us what it's like to live in? To be honest, as a child, I just thought it was heaven. A beautiful blue river running through my village. But reality hits strong and hard. And the reality that I saw after just seeing my heaven was killings. People coming and shooting other innocent people and killing them just because they think they don't deserve to leave. Mm. So to explain it, as a child, the Taliban weren't there. And then they come in, they pretty much just take over a town and a city and it's, they govern the place. They rule, yeah. And one of the rules that they had was um, that women should be staying within their house. Um, they shouldn't be going out and no sort of rights for girls. They shouldn't be, uh, they're not entitled to education. Yeah. Um, and as a girl, I just felt that was not fair. Mm. It just didn't make sense to me. Had you previously gone to school before the Taliban? No, because I was just six at that time when I felt like, oh, education is for me, although I'm a girl. So what I did was that I just one day dressed in my cousin's clothes, Mm. like in a boy's clothes, and just walked to school. Which is incredibly dangerous. Which is completely insane in, in me doing that. Like, my voice still shakes when I... Yeah tell people about it because it was scary if you'd have uh, been found out you would have been you have been killed on the spot yeah well when the teacher realized kicked me out of the class because he didn't want to be in trouble yeah and the next thing i realized is that my father's been called and he's told that if you we see your daughter again we're going to kill her yeah it's straight forward so so the taliban called your dad and and said said, we're going to kill her if we're going to see her in the village because she's bad influence on other girls yeah she is breaking the rules because they see that they see if if one person goes up against them you can start the whole community starts to do it and then yeah did you escape with your family no so my dad got me through to pakistan through the borders when we're crossing the borders shooting on us yeah. at night just me and my father at, at when I was six I made it to Quetta city of Pakistan so mm. I lived there for 10 years right. and then the rest of my family came you're waiting for 10 years for the rest of your family to join you yeah did you have any contact with them throughout that time I, I did writing letters mm. um, in most of those parts of Afghanistan where I come from at that time, there was not even um, networks to call or make contact. So, mm. yeah. you're a Muslim woman. I am a Muslim woman. So I wear headscarf. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? You've lived through that yeah. from these horrific human beings, yeah. and then people say to you, um, "I imagine some people treat you differently. Differently, like maybe you you are a terrorist as well, because yeah. there are some people who believe that just because you're a Muslim, you're a terrorist. That yeah. must be." Very yeah. frustrating. It is because it is thinking, hey, am I the attacker or I am the attacker? Mm. Like, yeah. am I being attacked or you're saying I'm attacking? 
it just is both of those things and it just doesn't make sense to me mm. and to be honest like i wouldn't actually deny that i haven't been through the, those phases where people just look me in the eye and say you f***ing muslim don't tried to chop my head. Yeah, right. And I'm sorry for my, my no, language. Yeah. So someone has actually said, said those words to, to you? To me. Mm. And wow. here I just stand watching those people and I'm scared. Muslim, that would be terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That is terrifying. And I think that's just not fair no. um, and should be stopped. Uh, yeah. You know, that type of language, that type of concept and behavior not n- is not acceptable. When I have been through that experience where as a Muslim mm. I've yeah. been attacked and then people sort of come up to me and say you are the extremist you are yeah. the, the person who attacked wow. as a Muslim woman which it comes from you know from peace and the word submission mm. to bear to follow Islam how do you feel about people who are the terrorists that people associate you guys with them the extremist they are not associated with any religion. Mm. They shouldn't be. They are just... You can't say they follow it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Mm. Because religion to me means peace yeah. and harmony. And if I follow religion, that everything that matters to me is making sure that every other human is being treated the same. And extremism is extremism disassociated with religion. Do you have any ideas how we can break that down? Because I, I'm a Christian yeah. as well, and I have no issue with any other religion because I think if that's what you believe, I, I believe what I believe, we're still two human beings. Mm. How can we get people to be open to approach someone who is Muslim and speak to them and ask them questions? I, I guess the answer is just so simple. What you want for yourself, you have to also think that other wa- other people want for themselves as well. For example, one lady said to me, you know, I want to be able to walk on the streets n- naked top. Yeah. Uh, and I said, look, same concept. I want to be able to walk on the street with putting a scarf on. And, yeah. and I ex- expect, expect people to accept me like that. Mm. Yeah. So we both want freedom. Yes. And let's, let's all fight for that, not f- for, That's you know, fingering... <laughs> Not for the Finger, differences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, putting fingers yeah. on others, pointing fingers on others and saying, you're wrong or I'm right. All right. Well, thank Lovely. you so much, Rahila. Nice to see you this morning. Thank you for coming in and sharing your story. Thanks for having me. You guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rahila, a survivor of the Afghanistan Taliban regime on the air with us here at Hit 105. If you want to help her out with empowering women uh, over in Afghanistan, you can get all the details um, to go fund her on our Facebook page.